welcome to it's the G. He's R to the edgy. Yeah, she's Miss G. Cut my theme music. This don't make no goddamn sense. Dear nigga. <laughs> it costs you nothing to mind your own blessed motherfucking business. Let me get the um screen share together because I already know what you're talking about. You already know. You um, already know. Uh, for those of you who don't know, um, we're back on Patreon. Uh, <laughs> we just uh, recorded the recap of Canada's Drag Race Canada versus the World Expo 2. Um, but I just, I don't understand. Like, I appreciate Gabrielle Union for being such a wonderful performer. Great gown, gorgeous gown. The face is always deep. Um, ages like the finest of wine, the best cheese, and is a great mother to those children. But like, I just it. There's so there's so much drama in the LBC. Like, why why are you worried about what two? grown happily married adults are doing with their children who are not harming anybody who are not like trying to overthrow the capital who like don't you have other shit to worry about little man hold on um Mm -hmm. so this is what she said i don't know where this is um okay share come on bitch I'm going to share this one and let me know when you can hear this. I can barely hear it. Barely. So the gist of it is she's like, you have a lot of dick on your mind, like, you know, a lot, a lot of dick on your mind. And so somebody was like, I feel like she's out of line. Several people um, felt like she was out of line. And uh, this particular in Nigsell thinks that uh, Dwayne should have been handling Boosie and not her. Other people were saying that all he said was, don't cut that boy dick off. First of all, it's not all he said. He's been coming after this family and their business and their, like, for years. For years. Every time somebody says something about somebody gay, here this nigga go, whether it's Lil Nas X, whether it's him talking about whatever it has to do with gay people, and then also keeping this child this child's name in his fucking mouth. So, um, I don't know when it stopped, but whatever. Uh, so basically, 
he, you know, not minding his business, talking about gay people, talking about this family. I want to block him. Every chance he gets. Every chance he gets. I want to block him, but I'm going to block him as soon as I read this tweet. So he posted after Gabrielle said what she said. He he put in all caps, LOL. The whole world know I love women in the world. Letter in the world know your husband loved dick. Hope you don't think blacks look at y'all like a power couple, smiley face. They don't. I had refused to talk about y'all in interviews in, letter in, here, H-E-A-R, you go. Go bang him with that dildo in, wait on a script, you little white girl. Um, is that the end of the tweet? Mm-hmm. Okay, so first things first. She's in a movie that is rapidly uh, communicating Oscar Bell's I'm gonna end my commentary about the that on that. I have nothing to say. Um, also, she and her husband are co-producers of one of the new hottest shows on Broadway. And in fact, when Lee Daniels, who produced the show, shouted them out, they got a huge standing ovation in an audience of mostly black people. So I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. But the lie detector determined that that was also a lie. A lie. A lie. Um, I know this ain't meanwhile on Twitter, but somebody was like, bro, just go download Grinder." I know you can't see my Union. face, but I have gone to the arms <laughs> of the angels. Gabrielle Union said, you got a lot of dick on your mind. The first thing you tweet as a comeback is about another man loving dick. You think I haven't had sex in over two years, and I don't think about dick as much as Lucy does. Mm. Damn, girl, double homicide. <laughs> and then somebody just edited his tweet to say, "LOL, the whole world know I love dick." <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I'm I'm a little um. Let me go. Ahead I know you are. I know you this are. Crunchy ass nigga. I am a little like I I don't love when it's people It's not a it's not a one to one comparison. Yeah, I don't love when people like associate homophobes with being closeted homosexuals, but I he did didn't he mention some um homosexual behavior in jail or some shit? I, I don't know. Mm, no, I, I, I think don't there's know. a difference between like jail sex and two people whatever and you can also be homosexual but like hetero romantic I don't think he's that evolved I'm not giving him that sort of credit but like mind your fucking business how about that it's free why are you sneaking a minor worry about the minor that you hired a prostitute for worry about that Worry about the matte black texture of your skin and the dark circles around your eyes. Worry about that. Not the matte black texture, (laughs) ma'am. Ma'am. And everybody's talking about, oh, she shouldn't have done that. And, oh, she 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 should, she should. As far as I know, this is the first time she's ever said anything back to that man. And he's been sticking on her child for years. For years. And, like, and it's not like he's speaking about her... I'm her, I mean Zaya or Gabrielle or Dwayne from a place of like 
care or concern or uplifting. It's all like it feels it it feels very like transparently jealous. Um, or something. It's something. It's a mess. It's a hot mess, and I'm happy. Between both of them, they're letting the chopper spray. The high road has run up real estate. I love it. I love it for the wage, and I don't really go up for her like that. Like I said, I was leaving the conversation about her Oscar buzz <laughs> the fuck alone. What Oscar buzz? For what? That movie that she's in with Jeremy Pope. The what inspection. movie? Oh, good for her. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, ask me a question, girl. Ask me the motherfucking question. Um, hey, Miss Jew, what's the tea? Babe, baby, baby. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my baby, God. Baby, it's a mess on the morning show, baby. That is, that is, that whole story. Baby. Bananas in pajamas are coming down the stairs. Are coming down the motherfucking stairs. If you are like me. Before, about Wednesday of last week, I had never heard of such a thing as GMA3. No I, no idea. No clue. No clue. I know who TJ Holmes is. He had a show on, like, BET at one point, and plus he's a fine, light-skinned, light-eyed black man. Of course I know who he is. Like, Well, obviously. I'm going to be who I am, okay? Um... <laughs> But apparently they are the co-hosts of question mark? Not no more. The co-hosts of the ABC News show GMA three, which is like hour three of Good Morning America. So this is an article from CNN Business. Um, they've been taken off of the air following the public disclosure of a romantic relationship. A consensual uh, romantic relationship. So but a romantic relationship. Working backwards. The first thing we see are a bunch of photos leaked of the two of them, like, canoodling in public, cracking up at the bar, sitting next to each other, uh, him grabbing on her extended back. Lower back. Her extended lower back as she was bending over in a car. Like, them going on a getaway for a weekend. So this is the first piece of news that drops. And I'm like, oh, shit. But the news is they're both married and also co-anchors of this show. So I'm like, oh, bitch, let me get the motherfucking tea because this feels delicious. So then we find out, or I find out, that TJ Holmes is married to a A black woman, a lawyer. The black woman part surprised the fuck out of me. Really? Oh, my God. I would never have guessed he was married to a black woman. Absolutely not. No, no, no. (laughs) But, you know, these days, I always instantly go look for the wife, and it's always not the black person. So I was just like, oh, shit. Um, And then come to find out, she married, too, to motherfucking Andrew Shue. I don't know who that is. Well, as a woman of a certain age... I'm a huge fan of Melrose Place. I know who Andrew Shue is. He also is the brother of Elizabeth Shue, who again, oh, okay. Okay. as a woman of a certain age, I know, I know exactly who, who she is. I know is. who Elizabeth Shue is. Yeah, he was like a little little baby heartthrob back in the in the nineties, girl. In them, Andrew in Shue. So, so then it comes out. Somebody went and found a post on motherfucking Instagram. 
of him doing the motherfucking 10 year challenge. I won't read it. The highlights, I mean, low lights include shit like him talking about her black woman superpower, which started a Twitter thread of like, girl, what's your black woman superpower? <laughs> um, and basically, he was her 10 year challenge. This motherfucker said, despite my best efforts, we are still together. That is embarrassing. I would have I responded. I would have responded if I was her and just said, untag me, please. Untag me, girl. Like, don't talk about me like this in front of people. The fact that you've tried everything in your power to fuck up our marriage and I'm still with you 10 years later. Untag me, girl. Send untag me some me. diamonds. Don't do this. Don't fucking embarrass me in front of everybody. Because you know what I say. The longer the post, the longer the post, the more embarrassing he is. Uh, No, the longer the post, the more toxic the relationship is. If the long ass birthday post is probably a separation or a divorce coming very soon. Um, So then it comes out that the photographs were taken by a private investigator that we believe was hired by TJ Holmes attorney wife. wife. So then it comes out that both of them have been separated from their respective partners since like August. But my thought is, and I don't know if we have confirmation on this, is that she probably hired that motherfucking hired that private investigator so she can get the bag in the divorce settlement because I'm sure there's probably a prenup or some shit. 100 million billion trillion percent. And if she's a smart little girl, which given the fact that she's an attorney, she probably is, probably. there's probably an infidelity cause in that prenup because she most definitely knew the nigga she was marrying. Hey, Robin Dixon. Who? I am so glad Juan Dixon is not here right now because we're going to talk about them hoes next. I'm um, so glad that we both lead it at the same time. Okay, listen, I, we listen. Really, we really will just make sure to do this on video one of these days. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so then it there was a little mini rumor that mm-hmm. Amy cheated on her previous husband with Andrew, but then somebody said that that wasn't maybe all the way true. The dates don't quite overlap, okay. but it looked like she might have a little bit of a tendency is what they were leaning towards. She might have we a, don't know. A, a, a pattern. A pattern. It's all alleged. So then people start showing Okay, clips. Wendy Williams. <laughs> Listen. So then somebody was like, I did a little story time about some tea about the Goslins, which I want to bring here. Um, Just some hashtag content. And somebody was like, yeah. okay, Wendy Williams is giving story time. So maybe I'll do a little bit more of that. <laughs> um... So then it comes out. Yeah, so we got we got all that. And then people started showing like clips of them on the show, whatever. And it was like the chemistry was undeniable. I'm Somebody called them deplorable. I was like, right. Uh, there was okay. so much innuendo. They said he was doing that. I'm about to beat sit where you leaned down in the couch like, you know, you about to hit. Oh my God. You just comfortable. Oh my God. Somebody called them adorable and deplorable. Because <laughs> the, the chemistry, friends, is undeniable. It's undeniable. Wow. 
undeniable. And so, like, the, the comments were incredible. It was shit like, can you imagine being this happy with somebody and then having to go home to your wife? <laughs> now y'all know why Troy Maxson cheated. Oh, my God. That's Don't, what I'm, the, I'm triggered. I'm triggered. I'm so triggered right now. I got to look at your dusty ass draws every day, but the bitch across the town makes you laugh. She makes you laugh. You're not funny. I have to wash your draws, mm. and you over here deep couch sitting with somebody who with another bitch what a white bitch. Ring the alarm bell. <laughs> Ring I it. Rooted too long, <laughs> and I will be. I'll be damned. I'll be damned if I see in the year on your arm. In the year of our Lord, 2022, you are cheating on your black man with the white woman you sit next to on camera in she front of America. Chinchilla clothes if I let you go. <laughs> Pitch in the house off the coast if I let you go. She gonna take everything I own if I let you go. I can't let you go. Damn Listen, let you go. pack your shoes, your socks, your prophylactics if you, if you think, think you, you need them. And get out. out. Get the hell out. So then. Then, 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 girl. Then, 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 baby. It comes out that the motherfucker was having a three-year affair with another producer on Good Morning America. What the fuck do y'all be doing over like, there? Don't y'all have, like, actual work to do? Because, like... <laughs> like, what the fuck? Let, let, let me be... <laughs> Abundantly clear. Um, hi. Let, allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Art of Edgy, and <laughs> if you didn't already know, it was proven on an online test that I took this morning. I'm a slut. Like, <laughs> a full-fledged, entire whoremonger. A Jezebel, if you will. And I have never in my whole living days of being a paid whore, ever had enough time or bandwidth to carry on a multi-year relationship with any of my colleagues. I just- On top of being married, and you're married. There's too much to do. There's too much work to do. And like, you know, I'll find a way to, to, you know, make a way out of no way, but y'all, it's, Y'all, y'all ain't got shit to do. Y'all ain't got deadlines. Y'all ain't got nothing. Girl, they got a good morning America to do. Be nice. So then as of last week, like the next day after the story broke and shit, they were still on the air. And this motherfucker making jokes about Truly whatever. Truly making jokes about going all night or some nonsense. And then on Friday, he's talking about this a great week. I, I love this week. And she was like, not me, baby. And like, I'm happy it's Friday. Like, get me the fuck out of here. Right. Um, and it and it did seem at first like the network wasn't going to do anything, and then apparently this morning it they were consensual. announced. They were adults. Yeah, but th- if they w- let me just say clearly, I think morality clauses are stupid. I think um, the discussion that everyone was having around Ime 
Like, I think that you should be able to date somebody that works at the same company with you. I controversially even believe Power that Power dynamics should, make it complicated. They do. Yes. I still believe that you should still be able to date a subordinate as long as it's consensual and that everything is on the up and up. I know that can get complicated, and I understand companies wanting some discretion. But to me, it feels, in, in whatever industry you're in, it feels a little, I don't know what the word is, to, to govern the way that people relate. You're at work a lot. Relationships are going to form and to to abolish it, in my opinion, creates a culture of, of secrecy. Correct. I don't disagree with you. I rarely do. And this is no old flex. So then they took them off the air as of this morning. It doesn't seem like there's been a firing or whatever. Their replacements said that they had the day off, which in my opinion is the dumbest shit. The ratings would so skyrocket. Stupid. I, w- I want to see. Let me s- I want to see, baby. Oh, you want to see? Not like I was that. Like, oh, you want to see? I don't find her to be attractive, but I would like to see them on air now. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. What are they going to do? They're probably going to do some kind of internal review or some shit. I mean, at this point, the news is, like, morning show news. It's not... Right. It's not hard breaking news. Yeah. They're barely journalists. Like, that all gets... But I think they try to do the fucking, like facade that it's wholesome you're in our homes and like no no you're a bad right right but i would love for them to you know roll right into it confront it i think it'd be fun you know talk about it better better that trying to create ratings on television than trying to like manipulate our electoral system and, like, not hold political leaders accountable just for their, like, shits and giggles and ratings. Like, can right. we, I'm, I'm, if, that's, if that's the scandal on ABC News and not, like, a former president advocating for the um, suspension of our Constitution to reinstall him as the leader of this country, I'm, I'm happy to choose conflict number one, uh, controversy number one over controversy number two. Yeah, there's a lot of fucking, like, it could be you know, a lot worse than this. Yeah. A lot worse. Um, so, Robin. I'm not mad at Robin. I'm not mad at Robin. I'm, you know who I'm mad at? I'm mad at Candace. And I'm actually mad at the producers because when Candace called her neck rolls, and they zoomed in on a shot of Giselle's. And Giselle is not, like, overweight. Like, I think that is being shady. She's talking about her age, which I think is an interesting choice to make fun of somebody for being old. Because either you're going to get old or you're going to die. <laughs> it's a, it's a, certainly a choice. It's, it's a so choice to, to make fun of somebody's looks. It's a choice because if people find you to be more attractive than the person you're making fun of, then it makes you mean and nasty. Um, like I mean, unforgivably. She, she is mean and nasty. We knew right. That. 
or if people find you to be less attractive than the person that you're making fun of, it opens you up to, to get dragged. So to me, it's a choice. It's a choice. I wouldn't, a medium attractive person, go for it. But if you kind of ugly or you real pretty, I don't know that I would be coming for somebody's looks, especially not Ashley's, another beauty queen. Well, it's also like, it's like Janelle said, you know, don't really write checks with your mouth if you can't cash with your hands. But apparent, but but people don't live by that rule. Candace lives by the rule that I should be able to say whatever I want to you, and you cannot respond with violence. You're supposed to respond in kind with words, and I don't live in that world. It's like, okay, you can <laughs> play games if you want to, um, but everybody don't do that, and you might get swung on. So the, the majority of the episode was like, wah, wah, wah. Correct. But, but then, girl, so fucking they're at this dinner like karen's extended birthday dinner part seven. First of I all karen um mia karen cunata was electrified when she was watching them people with that fire her whole spirit said something new baby the microphone was on in karen's cunata. <laughs> um so then they're ashley is like Wendy's still here. She's still in Miami. She haven't gone home. She's yeah. coming. Uh, and, and and Mia was like, you invited her. So there's two There's two camps. One, Ashley didn't have no right to invite her because it was Mia's trip. And then the camp that I'm kind of in is like, y'all on a show. Mia didn't pay for this shit. Correct. Like, we're all here at work. What is Wendy supposed to do? Like, if that's the case, you should just go back to D.C. And Mia was the aggressor. I mean, but she's not black skin, so she couldn't be the aggressor. Apparently, that's what Twitter thinks, I guess, that the whole thing is colorist. And I'm like, learn a new word. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Because Mia, Mia is a lot of, and, and did you see Dr. Wendy's mom started, like, trying to take shots at Mia? And I was like, this. this and Wendy Mia. mama, her, and Wendy mama was going back at it with her. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm just like, this is... So embarrassing. This is so Everything that you're calling her, all that low class and shit, you are, you are it too now. Because right you're... Right there in the mud with her ass. With her. Um, and so then Wendy comes in, which is like, not even the most tumultuous thing that happened. No. Because before that, Rob, oh, dramatic ass. So dramatic. Don't no put a motherfucker like baby. You couldn't have done this on your phone and just put it on the speaker. You didn't have she to. Gonna, do that. She gonna put the Bluetooth down to the middle of the table Not and a was damn like, pose. and was like, here, and it is a recording of Candace's live, and she's talking shit about all the women, and so the entire thing, in my opinion, is, um, what did fucking Heather say to Tammy on that Real World Ten reunion when Tammy said? They made me look like a bitch. They used what you gave them. You were on live. It's not like she recorded a phone call. It's not like she went through your phone. It's not like she took, you know, screenshots of private messages between the two of you and gave it to the... You went on live. They used what you gave them. What you gave them. You went on live and said it. 
So you expected Robin to pull you to the side before she presented it to the group? You didn't pull nobody to the side before you went on live calling bitches fake? Peddling Avon? They used what you gave them. The messiest bitch at the table was Ashley. But I'm not even mad at that because... I mean, Ashley is very messy. Ashley is messy. Um, I don't like the way that she presented it. Like, if you're going to be a messy bitch, say that shit with your chest. Don't try to act like right. a concerned so citizen. Like say some, some shit about Karen. And I'm like, you're not, this is not from a place of concern. This is from a place of being messy. Right. So do that. If you're going to do that, do that. And basically, Candace was going off on all the women. What did she say? All y'all, they're all fake or they're all. It was some so shit. dumb. And then she said that they were all like peddling Avon and shit. And Robin said, all, all y'all, all y'all. She didn't exclude anybody, anybody. And so then, when she specifically, because Karen was super hurt, when she specifically was like to Karen, like that did not include you, was when Ashley came in and was like, okay, but didn't you say that Karen was out here dating people? And Candace tried to say it was not true. And the producers who should win an Emmy, they really hit us. Have. With the footages that just happened like two episodes ago. Like really two episodes ago. I'm like, Candace, you're 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 smarter than that, Candace. You had to have known. And you you're repeating shit. It's not shit that you have direct knowledge of. It's shit you're repeating. And every time some shit happened with Ashley husband, she did go to Ashley privately and say that shit. So why are you out here repeating shit about Karen's marriage? To Ashley of all people. Of all people. And you know that like everybody's relationship with everybody is tenuous at best. as fuck as fuck it's not the the problems have not been solved they have not crossed over the river jordan in any of these relationships they're barely hanging on so you trying to say this because you're trying to build some kind of like kinship or solidarity with ashley you know at the at the very first opportunity she gonna throw your ass right under the damn bus yeah like I do with yep. Thomas all the time. Yep. <laughs> Specifically last week. Um, so then is the Wendy, bus still running? What really pisses me off about it is they're treating Wendy the way that they should be treating Mia, the actual aggressor. Correct. The instigator. The one who threw a drink, the one who got physical. Not even that, the person who who created a fight out of thin air. She started the whole shit. All because she wanted to move attention away from her specious, at best, medical concerns. And I understand that, like, obviously, you know, like, everyone's, I guess, if colorism is the word of 2022, HIPAA was the word of 2020. Um, You know, obviously, like, Mia's health is her own, and if she is going through you know, a medical ordeal, I send healing thoughts her way, but like the math is not mathing in several versions and renditions of her story. Even Robin was like, what lump, girl, you got your whole booty out and it, there is not a single lump. Like, what are you talking about? So it's, it's obvious that Mia is trying to like create some shenanigans to keep her on the show. Mm-hmm. But, and they all should have seen through that. And and I, I think, I'm not upset with Wendy. I'm, like, on Wendy's side of this argument. 
but Wendy should have chosen that moment to be the bigger person and just like literally pay her dust. Dust. But I also realized that that is that this feels like the whole like arc of the season is around this like made up fight, and I'm like, now I'm like, did production tell Wendy to engage? Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. they needed something because there was there's nothing going on mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's all so sad i and feel for like wendy i do f- all that shit she was talking i still think that she was largely affected by what happened in a very negative way and i think who wendy oh yeah yeah no i i i, I feel for wendy for sure for sure and i think it's really fucked up the way that everybody's responding to mia like she didn't start the shit. Yeah, I mean, I just I feel like it's so stupid. Extremely. It's so stupid. Mia's not a good. She's not entertaining. At like, all. I don't. I don't find her particularly thrilling to watch. At I'm all. Not compelled by her life. I don't. I'm just sort of like, it's giving bored. I'm it's bored. giving. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm bored. Um, so we have some feedback. We sure do. I'm so happy. We, we have do. an update. We do have an update. Um, from last week, our the voicemail that we received from Casey. Our first I, cousin and lover. Yes. I will respond. Uh respond. I will read the email entitled The Voicemail. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Nick and Reggie, this is Casey again. I can't leave another voicemail. My nerves too bad, but I left the one about problematic artists and their work. Just wanted y'all to know, no, I'm not going anywhere. Two crying laughing emojis. I just really had a question and thank you for the conversation. Reggie did say this was a safe space and thank you because I was afraid it would go left real quick and really glad it didn't. You were both honest and I appreciate it. Um, also, my bad. <laughs> I probably should have opened that voicemail by saying I fully have my own problematic phase. Like I really still watch and root for and lose my mind every Sunday, sometimes Monday, never Thursday <laughs> over the National Football League with all the rapers, abusers, Racist, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. At first, I, I thought it said rappers, and I was like, oh, no, there's, there's only one P. There's only one P. <laughs> she said what she said. Um, really glad to hear Nick Jew got off that narcotic. I haven't. And yes, I still, I listen to Prince still. Bought the greatest hit album when he died and really sat in an AMC and watched Purple Rain like the greatest story ever told. But like y'all said in the episode, I didn't know about the other stuff about him until some random tweet was like, oh, did y'all know he was a groomer, BT dubs? And articles and articles after that. I still have not drawn that line, so I wish I would have said that too. No judgments here. Just wanted to let you know I'm still a fan. That was a good conversation, and I love y'all, my West Coast play cousins. You've been for me over the years, putting me onto ish and keeping me honest too. Three hearts, Casey. Thank you so much for writing in. We were like, I was very concerned about how it would be received, but now reading your email, it, it in context, it makes so much more sense that you were just like listening to the episode. You were like, oh shit, they don't like NJY, and just called in to say that versus coming from a place of like oh it's hell niggas that i fuck with and i know they're terrible people i just want to know why in particular y'all yeah still fuck with this one 
Yeah. And don't be nervous. I get it. No. Um, it wasn't going to go left because you brought it to us in a loving, respectful manner. And that's, you know, the way my Aquarius rising shows up is like the way you approach me is the way they will engage. Right. And I and 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 again, like I I really believe I have lost faith in social media's ability to like be a productive space for discourse because Agreed. like you can edit, you can opt out, you can delete, you can go back, you can essentially like gaslight your way through conversations and never actually hold yourself or be held accountable for the things mm -hmm. that you say, the things, the way that you make other people feel, mm -hmm. whatever. And so this is because I don't really like nobody except my co-host. <laughs> um, <laughs> this, this is for me like the best and most exciting way to like have paradigm shifty conversations. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm really, really excited. I was like, I knew it was like a complicated conversation, but it made me really excited to have it. And so thank you so much. There's a couple of people that I like, I run either I run things by or like when something goes down, I'm very interested to hear how they feel about it. I was on my way to text Roderick to see if he had listened to the episode when he texted me to be like, I think that was a great conversation. Y'all handled that very well. So like, that made me feel good and then usually I will run stuff by Charmaine like before I tweet about it in instance I did not speak to her about it but like those are my two like these people are smarter and more level-headed than me so if I feel like I've fucked up on something or I'm gonna ask them or like just you know when there's something that happens in the social media sphere and I want to say something but I don't want to say the first thing that came to my mind I'm gonna be like Charmaine I feel like blah, 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 and usually she'll be like yeah it's probably not that it's maybe a little of this or give me some other information that I did not know and I'm like oh so you can fucking say some shit or like yes you're absolutely right please like feel that way yeah. um and so I felt I felt bad because I didn't want it to be a situation where we like lost our credibility with listeners or that yeah, this didn't I know right or that this didn't feel like a podcast that was hosted by some allies or like that we were on that bullshit or whatever but it was like hard to say the things that I said but I mean them and I I, I fully mean them like I, I don't believe them dudes I just yeah. don't um, so Kyrie Irving is no longer partnered Nike with Nike. Um, and he has like one of the best selling Nike shoes currently. Also, I Amazon said they weren't going to take that documentary down, which I'm like, oh god, it's hilarious because everybody be blaming Jeff Bezos and the motherfucker's not even the acting CEO Correct. of Amazon Correct. any longer. Correct. So, like. Every article I saw had the new dude's name, and I'm like, good, like, because I know Jeff Bezos was at home, like, no, why am I buying it? Right. <laughs> and I guess their stance is like, we don't censor content or whatever. And a bunch of people were like, well, I'm glad they didn't take this down because they show got a lot of transphobic and anti-gay shit up there too. So I think it's a situation of like, if you take this down, you got about 900 other titles you need to get the fuck rid of too. So, you know. I mean, it's one of the reasons why I stopped paying for Hulu Live because they were running advertisements for my pillow and like really awful. Wait, what? Like, 
anti they were running ads for my pillow and anti-abortion shit and i was like i'm not paying for this Mm-mm, absolutely not fuck y'all um but you know it's that you know faux outrage thing is like everybody talked about i know y'all better not be buying fucking skims and good american and like i said last time what do you know about the ceo of hanes tell me three things So now that you do know, you don't like Kim Kardashian and Khloe Kardashian, and you don't buy Skims or Good American, good for you. But the value judgment on people who do, even the shit that we know about people, we know about Chick-fil-A. Y'all eat Chick-fil-A with gay friends. Correct. Y'all be gay at Chick-fil-A. Gay at Chick-fil-A, baby. I love it. It's got a nice ring to it. (laughs) Um, I need you to mind your business and stay out of mine. I remember initially, I was like, Reggie, can I still eat Chick-fil-A? And you were like, um. And I was like, like, sorry, what? I was, I was true. <laughs> I was, I was eating my waffle fries. My bad. Sorry, what did you but say? Then Thomas, but then Thomas got me together. And I don't eat that homophobic chicken no more. <laughs> it's not even that good. <laughs> Speaking of homophobic chicken, bitch. Uh, no, what was I talking about? Anyway, so Kyrie Irving. Yeah. I think that the, I think the, the team went too far with the punishment. Either fucking find the nigga or fire the nigga. This six steps bullshit, that's some motherfucking bullshit. It's he ain't going to learn that. shit, but no. just not to say anything. That's it's all, all he learned. It's all going to feel so performative. Exactly. Yeah, you haven't changed his views. You haven't helped the Jewish community. Like, that shit is stupid. And you're giving credence to all these arguments about butt-breaking from these insufferable ass motherfuckers. And, like, please. And it's not building relationships. That's the At only all. way that healing can happen is if there is healthy relationships. Otherwise, exactly. it feels punitive and performative, and that's how we got in this shit in the first place. In the first fucking place. So now, he no longer has a deal with Nike. How do you feel about that? I don't know. I just, I mean, I understand that companies, I just feel like, I don't, and I don't know enough about Nike's politics. Um, but exactly, right? <laughs> you don't know anything about Nike's politics. I don't know anything about Nike's politics. I know that they built a building named after. They built a huge complex named after Serena Williams. I know and that who? they stayed uh, behind Maria Sharapova when she was convicted of using a banned substance. Um, I know. Did they release a Colin Kaepernick jersey like years later? They did. Yeah. I know that they dropped Allison Felix, um, because she was focusing on motherhood. Um, I mean, I think it's. I understand the the impulse behind the idea of like vote with your wallet and things like that but it's like these major corporations are so shielded from public feedback and and unfortunately we can't even like there isn't enough or i I have yet to see evidence of enough like social movements to like make a boycott you know effective yeah i just I don't know enough about Nike's politics to to feel to totally understand 
how like odd and hypocritical this move is, but it feels strange. Um, I also don't know what Nike's conversations with Kyrie or his white wife or his um, or his agent. Kyrie married? Maybe not. Maybe not. Um, the mother of his children, the non-black mother of his children. Oh, um, he got a he got a baby, and she not a baby and a baby mama now. Oh, I didn't know that. He has, he has multiple children. I have no clue, child. I didn't know that was um, somebody dead. He got two kids, and he, you know, they're the the children are beautiful. Um, beautiful children. Mother. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't know what they. <laughs> Say it. I'm sending this to you right now. You are gonna be so incensed. <laughs> Where are you sending it? To your text message. Okay. Lord Jeebus. Oh, this is what she looks like. <laughs> Miss Texas, huh? A drag queen. <laughs> but I don't, I don't, I don't know. Oh, she looks exactly like when you think of the white woman that would date somebody like Kyrie Irving, this her. Wait, no, sorry. So on uh, August 20, on August 18th, he announced that his fiance is pregnant and his fiance does look like a woman of color. Okay. Um, anyhow. Um, <laughs> who the hell is this, Jesus? Who the um, hell is this? Now, who the hell and who the hell are they? Um, <laughs> we gonna come down her street in a second, Miss Kiki. But anyway, I don't. I'm digressing. I don't know what the conversations between Kyrie and his team and his family and Nike have been. So I, it's hard for me to say like how outsized of a of a step this is i just it feels i mean it's it's good that they are making a stand to stand against anti-semitism but again as jamel said on renee's show i just wish that anti-blackness was also like out of vogue also same Um, also same because it's not about it's it's not about saying that one oppression is worse or whatever than the other. It's not about saying if they get a pass, so should we. It's actually about saying that none of it, none of it is cute. Um, none of it, not a single bit of it. We, you know, like none of it's cute. So please keep the same energy. And unfortunately, I feel really, really pessimistic about our ability to hold corporations accountable for their hypocrisy as it relates to like litigating injustice and prejudice and things like this so yeah i just it makes me sad but like i don't really i don't even really study that man to keep it, it a, I don't, a whole bean yeah and i don't know that i feel like it's not the right move i question the timing like why now correct correct he's done the thing that y'all are asking him to do why oh, he now? already did it yeah he's like practicing oh lord if he isn't already playing in now, he's already. They said he he completed the set. Yeah, that's weird. And he like wrote another thing on Instagram, being like, 
I didn't really fucking realize what I was saying, and I didn't watch all of that movie, and I am not anti-Semitic. I'm not, I'm just trying to say, like, who I am, and I didn't know that I was, like, spewing classic anti-Semitic rhetoric, and that is the thing that everybody needs from him is education, not some fucking list of steps so all the cynical hoteps could be like, you see, you see, you see, like, learn something, do something, be useful to that community. Oh, you, we meant, we both mentioned somebody's name a moment ago. Who? Kiki Palmer. Oh, yeah. Baby, this is Kiki Palmer. Um, no, I, I, I feel like that, that is the, that's the goal. And, and, you know, education is always the goal. Agreed. And I, I just don't understand how that, I don't, now I don't know how that happened because, the attention span is too short. It's also like, by whom is the education coming? Because, you know, they're now seeing a lot of conversations about Zionism and Gosh. like, you know, and the way that that's a slippery slope because we then we start talking about Palestine and then, you know, it gets into a whole motherfucking situation. So I, I just think if we all, just look around and say, how am I using my power to protect somebody who is more vulnerable than me? We're all in a better Or if you don't place. know what you're talking about. Say that. And then when people who are telling you what you're saying is bad, don't double shut down. your ass up. Yeah, listen. Listen. And and here's the thing. You can even disagree with them. Yeah. But like I think so like we would be so better so much better off if people didn't post half the shit that they thought listen that's why i go to charmaine if people didn't post half the shit that they thought i just think we would be so because like i don't really i couldn't tell you four things about that man um except that he won an nba championship in the worst year of my life um <laughs> 2016 was the yeah. worst sports year. I mean, there was some... Year? Like, I don't even think the sports part is necessary. That year was fucking awful. I mean, 2020 was hot garbage. I mean, 2018 ain't no hoe either. Correct. Correct. In my <laughs> life, like, personally, for me, 2018? For me? 2018? <laughs> Listen. Yeah. Um, but... But you know, like I don't, I don't even really have a relationship with that man. He's not a, a an athlete that I care about or whatever. And I just feel like how how much better would our our public discourse been if like this never even never even bleeped. We did we, we didn't just even sat there and ate your food. You could have just sat there and ate your food. Where is New York's television show? She needs to come back. Maybe she done had like five. She needs another one. I want Miss Patterson back on my television for sure. Praise him. Praise him. Yeah. Anyway, Kiki Palmer hosted yes. Saturday Night Live, which I did not watch, but I might because Kiki I've Palmer seen and her baby. And her baby. She announced her pregnancy and her monologue. And the first thing people wanted to know was who was the baby daddy. First of all, I think it's so rude. 
And second of all, it's not like she's hiding her boyfriend. If you follow her at all, they like he posted a picture of her pregnant. I don't follow her like that. I don't know that like that, but I think it's so entitled and really kind of 2022 and gross to have the response be, who's the daddy? Like, that's not your business. It ain't none of your business. Like at all. I'm so happy for her. I think that, and this was something that I was talking about yesterday with the professor. Um, I think that this timing is really great for her because she's coming up on a situation where she might be slightly overexposed. And you know how we do. As soon as somebody starts to get on more than somebody thinks that they should, they go and start to look up old shit or scrutinize them. And then she becomes, everybody hates her. So I think this is a cute little time for this to happen. And either she leans into the like mommy hashtag content or take a little step back like Rihanna. Either way, I'm overjoyed for her. Her her podcast, Baby This is Kiki Palmer, is a key. She's so funny and fun and talented. And I think that because the Academy doesn't recognize black women and horror, that she might get passed over this award season. But the work she that definitely she did will. in Nope needs to be recognized. Studied, yeah. Yeah, she's incredible. Um, I have a question about the Big Dummy Awards. Uh huh. Is it only reality show competition or just reality show in general? I feel like I'll have to take this back to the the FIFA judges on the review cam. Yes. Um. But I think we can allow non-competition entrance, uh, but the the primary uh, population is reality show contestants. Okay. It's like and, competitive, yeah. And how are we handling, are we going to share our entries with each other? Because we might have some same nominees. No, there, we should, we should do it. Yeah, we should share our nominations with each other. Um, and then... We'll do like uh, round robin brackets, like the World Cup, and then people will advance to the quarterfinals, and Beautiful. and so on and so forth. Yeah. Great. Thank you for the clarification. Uh, what else? What's the tea? Um, I saw so that play that Gabrielle apparently nobody can't get a career. Let, white girl. Right. Yeah. Like white girl. There right. are so many things about Gabrielle Union you could say, but that well, she's a white girl. Ever agree with the likes of Boosie that ass? I understand what he's trying to say. She is from Pleasanton. That's all I'm gonna say about her. <laughs> <laughs> but just because she's from Pleasanton doesn't mean that she's any less connected to her blackness. Do you know real niggas from Pleasanton? <laughs> just a question. Exactly. Uh, I'm anyway. not saying it's true. I'm just saying how one can deduce. One might one might ignorantly make that uh, that inference. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not far fetched, is all I'm saying. But also, you're not in control of where you're raised. <laughs> I'm just saying that of all the insults he has ever hurled at somebody, I don't think that calling her white girl is one I'm gonna clock him for. I just 
Sure. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. That's all I'm saying. Uh, I'm not saying I agree. I'm just saying I see how he came to it. (laughs) It's not outlandish is all I'm saying. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Especially Um, because he don't know her and he don't see her movies and film. He knows nothing probably of being Mary Jane and, you know. Truly nothing. And her Um, work in the community because why would his ignorant ass know of anybody doing good? Any of the, like, profound work that she's done. Profound? Oh, you call her acting work profound? I'm no, learning I mean her, things about you today. I mean her community work. What? Oh, okay. That too. Yeah, not her acting work. Don't no. don't, don't, have me, I don't, don't have me caper for this lady. I don't know of her community work either. I don't really, I'm not studying that lady, actually. Um, but she she and her husband uh, are, apparently there's lots of people co-producing Broadway shows now. Mariah Carey is producing From Like a Hot. Um is she? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so interesting. She said, I'm trying to get my EGOT too, baby. Don't get, okay. don't get confused. Okay. Because what I will not be doing is doing eight shows a week. But if I can collect this little pony, give Listen. it to me. Run it to me. Ask Alanis. Um, so I saw Ain't No Mo. And it is, I'm so excited about the like era that we're in on Broadway or just like in art in general where because some of the doors have been kicked down even though like obviously the executive suites and there's still lots of gatekeeping and it's still very very racist and blah 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 but like there are more people getting voices to come to the table like I'm so happy that yes there is a revival of an August Wilson play on Broadway literally happening right now Yes, there is literally a revival of a Susan Murray Parks play on Broadway right now. There are also new plays by black people, and um, Ain't No Mo is such an exciting play. If you live anywhere near New York City, um, it's made its rounds to some places in the country. Like, they did it at the Public, they did it in D.C., they did it in Baltimore. I'm sure after this, it'll go around the country. But it basically is like a satirical... um, it's a satirical play about like what would happen if the U.S. government told every black person they could just go back to Africa on a one-way flight. Who would go? Back. Back? Everybody. <laughs> I would Everybody. not. Back? I don't know back. This is where I'm from. But yes, go ahead. <laughs> um, that's all I'll say, because I think the, the premise sets it up pretty beautifully. And the way that she tells the story... Um, is through like a bunch of different vignettes, um, and it's it, it also is just like so good. I feel like so often, and I think this is a critique that you have said too. So much of like black art, because we acknowledge that, especially in the theatrical space, like so much of the audience is white. A lot of it feels like it is like written in relationship to or for oh God, or about yes. white yes. people, and yes. this this is like not that at all or just like black performing blackness for white audiences in fact that that like that phenomenon is written about in the play and i love it it was just it it was really spectacular so because we have a wonderful example of a very black story about black things for black people in a strange loop 
that has had success with these majority white audiences. There is a way to tell our stories authentically, even though we know we won't be the most eyes on it. And we may not be able to direct that play. We may not design that play. We may not produce that play. But like, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm really excited. And I think they think too, because people are like, well, I have a question about this, and it's not that, and it doesn't do this, and I'm like, like, first of all, who said art needed to be perfect to be okay. produced to be worthwhile? Okay. Um, there are so many imperfect plays in the world on Broadway. I literally walked out of a, a show at intermission last week. Oh, you want to tell like, me off the mic what it was? Oh, I absolutely will tell you off the mic what, what that was. It won't be open when you get here, so you don't Ooh. have to worry about it. So this is currently on Broadway, Ain't No Mo? Yeah, it just opened on Thursday. Oh, nice. Well, I hope they have a very long, successful run. Yeah, I think they're selling tickets through March, which is exciting. And I, it's, it's so the performances are so incredible. Like, you know. I've been on Broadway. The show that I was in won a Tony. I know what right. the fuck I'm doing on stage. Right. But I, I, I sat there in that audience and I was like, these people are nuts. Like, they need they need to create, they need to reinstate an ensemble Tony Award and just give it to yeah. them because, like, they are all crazy as hell. It's, it's truly like a performance masterclass. Oh, that's great. That's so exciting. So exciting. So exciting. Um, hey, Bruce. Oh, fuck. America oh lost. Child, lost. you knew that. Not Nike sending me a damn alert. Bitch, leave me alone. I knew. But my hey, boo goes to Memphis Deep Pie, I think is how you say it. Who, um, you need to Google it. D-E-P-A-Y. Um, he played. Memphis. For the Netherlands. Okay, let me look. Ooh, ugh. Um, <laughs> let me turn my mic on mute. Sorry, hold on one second. <laughs> oh my god. He's twenty eight, so I won't say much. But hey, boo, Memphis Depay. What it, what bothered the fuck out of me is him and another dude on that Netherlands team. They're both, you know, biracial. Biracial. And they both had their first name on their kit. So I asked Twitter, I was like, why they got their first name on their on they jersey? And then as people were explaining it to me, the announcers were doing that thing that they do like on NFL draft night where they like, his mother walked through a crack house barefoot that was burning in order for him to get to where he is today. So basically both of their daddies walked out on them, the black daddies. And so they don't want to wear their dad's last name on their shirt. Exact, exactly, friend. Exactly. <laughs> this man is fine as hell. As wait, hell. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What date is this article? Wait, Lori Harvey used to date him? Probably. He fine as hell. They used to be engaged. I wouldn't, I, I don't doubt it. He fine as hell. This is from 2020. I mean, look at him. Yeah, he's he's fine as shit. Yeah. Anyway, that's my hey boo. Memphis Depay. 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 I think. I don't care. Yeah. Fine as hell. As hell. Lord have mercy. 
I forgot my look. I forgot my train of thought. <laughs> exactly, friend. <laughs> I'm just sitting here, just just lost and confused, baby. I don't know what. I'm so confused. <laughs> Kendra kiss is blown away. Okay. My God. Yeah. Lord have mercy. I don't even. I don't know what to do. Um, <laughs> my hey boo is Jordan E. Cooper. Um, Jordan E. Cooper is the playwright and star in Ain't No Mo, who with this uh production on Broadway becomes the youngest American playwright ever produced on Broadway. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, and he is truly like. It's not, it's, yeah, it's like, I wouldn't even say it's not super, because, like, Jordan is very attractive, but, like, right. the shout-out is, is purely for the, ta- the talent of, like, the prodigious talent. Come on, prodigious. Of writing and, writing and starring in this show. Like, it's, it's mind-blowing, and Jordan's mind is, like, mind-blowing, so. Have you time for a meanwhile on Let's Twitter? Let's do it, child. What these motherfuckers doing? Um, minding her business, as usual, some motherfucker came for Lizzo. If you have not seen Love Lizzo on HBO Max, I highly recommend it. Um, if you have not seen Watch Out for the Big Girls on Amazon Prime, I highly recommend it. I'm in love with Lizzo. I'm, like, I've, you know, I know her music, like, not, like, listen, I listened to one of her albums, um, but I'm about to be, like, putting her in my karaoke rotation like I'm going in I'm going fully in on my Lizzo fandom like I have arrived I'm late but I'm here anyway some nigga period tag you know when they put the little dot at Lizzo just thought you should know and it's a screenshot of her like on live in a pink bikini and then the next picture is a screenshot talking about obesity facts People who are overweight or have obesity face a lot of health complications, negative consequences, and concern. In fact, being overweight or having obesity increases a person's resolve. Blah, blah, blah. So it's not like she posted something and he responded to it. He came from another app from Instagram to Twitter, took a screenshot of her being on Instagram in her bikini, minding her business to tag her about being obese. I also hate when people do that. Like, I almost retweeted something about Giselle, and the only reason I didn't retweet it is because they tagged her in it. I'm like, don't do that. That's so tacky. You could talk. You could talk shit about a stranger that you don't know without tagging them. Also, this is a mess. What? What? What happened? Yeah. Uh, I know you've broken your fair share of bed frames. Don't get brave now. Oops. Uh, somebody screenshot his thing where he liked a tweet about Kanye. I love Ye and what he's doing. And they said, maybe focus on your own issues. You have God in your bio and yet you spread hate. Always the religious. His his Baby. bio is God, family, country. Baby. This shit is old and ridiculous. Lizzo ain't hurt nobody, but y'all can't help but to speak on her for no damn reason. So what if she's quote unquote overweight? That has nothing to do with anyone but her. The ass out at the Lakers game has been her only misstep. Give it a rest. That shit wasn't no damn misstep. She had on fucking tights. Shut your ass up. Also, like, who cares? They talking about the kids. The fucking, fuck them kids. Fuck them. The Laker girls got on less. Fuck them. 
who cares? Before y'all bother this lady, because it's getting old, ask yourself, how big is my family? Then type what you're going to say, because y'all big black mothers need to hit the gym, too. I just, I feel like in a world where the person who was the president of the United States tried to overthrow the country, worrying about what a musician does with their body, who's not who's not bothering anybody, who's not assaulting anybody, who's not abusing anybody, is none of your motherfucking and here's the tea. If it is bothering you, block her. Mute her. Don't okay. follow her. Oh, you know they don't follow her. Or maybe they do follow her and they use it for their private moments. Right. You big fat neck hoe. It's oh always God. a big bitch coming for this woman. I'm so sick of y'all. Goddamn. He tried to double down, triple down, and be like, oh, y'all body shaming me in response. Like, that's not cool, but also shut your ass up. You hate to see a pretty bitch enjoy her life and mind her business, but when but then want to cry to y'all mama when she say something back. So Lil responded, and she did. Put, she sure did, and put a picture of somebody who has like that black ring around their neck uh-huh. and a screenshot of the facts about type two diabetes and pre diabetes. <laughs> Thank goodness someone is pointing this out. I'm sure Lizzo never heard about the potential health consequences of excess weight until this dude tagged her. That's the thing, too. The concern trolling, the part about it that really gets on my nerves. You don't think people know they're fat? But it's also, too, like, why do that? Like, if you're not even in a relationship with this person, you are in a parasocial relationship with this person. They don't know you. You have no, like, why Why would they eat? Like, what? Somebody said he knows we can see him, right? Girl. Now do Rick Ross and DJ Khaled, you misogynistic dick. Well, also that. You eat too much. Bitch, you breathe too much. Shut the fuck up. Meanwhile, your beard is barely concealing your double chin. Julius, are you sure you're in any position to refer to anyone as obese? The audacity. Not Julius, Father God. That's his name. Um, somebody said you need to be researching jobs and then put the link to indeed.com, snagajob.com, and getwork.com. <sighs> Yikes. Um they say you're fat too. What the fuck? <laughs> Not <laughs> fat men always have the most to say about fat women. And then somebody has a picture of him smiling because his teeth are crooked with a fact sheet about braces and said, just thought you should know. Wow. <laughs> Sir, the call is coming from inside the house. From inside. Uh, there's a little graphic, a meme. A man with an unwashed, unwashed ass has an opinion again. And it's just like, just scrub between the sheets before you say anything. Somebody put a Bible verse in him for him. First Samuel sixteen seven. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look at his appearance or at the height of his stature, because I have rejected him. For God sees not as man sees, but for man looks at the outward appearance. But the Lord looks at the heart speak on it pastor lizzo is gorgeous talented and rich you not so much Fact. and this 
someone put a meme. It says, someone fetch me my dick guillotine. The little one. Uh, and this is the one that put me asunder. That wasn't the one? No, this is the one. What's your BMI? Quickly. <laughs> Not quickly. Well, you know what that's from. Yes. But quickly. That's that that will always that will always take me down. Like be, I love Bianca. I thought she deserved to win that season. I love Bianca as a drag queen. As a person, I don't really know Roy like that. Um Oh, you thought Adora should have won? Yes. Hello? Have we met? Do you not know how much I love Adora Delano? I know, but Bianca was better. Um, Child, Bianca don't even tuck. <laughs> I know. And Bob can't paint, so it's, it's, it's fine. Watch your mouth, girl. <laughs> Watch your mouth. It's, I mean, neither can I. Um Anyhow, I I just I think Bianca had some great gifts that Agreed. she gave to the world, and quickly is is one I'll trade. And not today, it. Satan. Not today, Satan. Too. Um, somebody said, "Do you feel better about yourself?" This won't help grow the viewership on your sad YouTube channel and just a bunch of screenshots of him Golly. getting like a hundred views, seventy five views. Big talk for a man who is hiding a third chin under that dusty beard. Not dusty, father. Have you weighed yourself lately? You definitely looking chunky, too. Maybe don't go throwing rocks in your glasses. And I think there's a difference between people, like, going so far as fat shaming him in response to him fat shaming Lizzo, but people being like, my nigga, you fat. What is you doing? Baby. Have you seen the obesity stats? Are you concerned? Because you should be. Imagine thinking you have anything to say to Lizzo, okay? Besides, hello, I love your music. H- hello? Anything. Oh, this is it. So this is what Lizzo posted. Um, <laughs> she showed you the picture. You can see it up top. That, that dark. Yes, I saw that. Yes, yes. Just thought you should know. And everybody's just calling him a loser or whatever. And then somebody said, Dear COVID, you can have this man for free. Meanwhile on Twitter. Feeling fussy in my Balenciaga. I just realized the lyric is trying to bring out the fabulous. What did you think it was? Me and Rosie O'Donnell both thought it was something that had to do with fat. I thought she was saying fat bitch lust or something it's not that funny every time i say something you laugh at me like i'm being ridiculous so I, about the show last week when you tried to make fun of me for thinking beyonce was saying black lives name me a lyric in that fucking chorus that makes sense it's not prolific we gonna fuck no. up the night black no, lights no. that shit don't make no goddamn sense like a like a like a like a rave you did a lot to put that together Oh, I. <laughs> it's also your. What that got to do with the? With nothing. Yeah, no. But we consume music differently. I think we consume the same kinds of music. But I'm clearly, as a person who listened to an Alice Ivory song five hundred times this year, 
<laughs> um, so I feel like because I've I've heard a song hundreds of times more than most people, I'm like, oh, okay. High key, I'm just not used to understanding all of Beyonce's lyrics, so I don't even look them up. Nah, both of us turned our head in the same direction at the same angle because that diction has never been precise. The diction uh, don't be diction always. But yeah, uh, I thought she was saying um, feeling fussy, whatever, in my Balenciagas, trying to bring out the fat bitch lust. I, I love it. But it's also, cute. bring it out the it's fat cute. bitch lust. It's, it's cute. I never like, please bring it out. Right, I'm in my Bensalaga looking cute and I'm make you niggas lust after me. Do it. Cause Cause I, I don't give a fuck. I give a fuck way too much. I'm gonna need about two shots in my cup. Anyway, that's it, hoes. Thanks for tuning in again. Um, I'm sure there'll be some more nonsense shenanigans and bullshit to talk about next week. Child. I need to give y'all a John and Kate plus eight update next week, next week, next week, next week. Yeah. I'm I didn't know they were still with us. I'm happy to know this. <laughs> kinda. Kinda. Uh oh, Jesus. Yeah. All right. Uh this is the day that the Lord has made. But not the day for you to try it. Bye. Bye. Bye.